Welcome back to The Square. I'm your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. And we, this, today is June 22nd, uh, so we are in the time period of Game 2 is tonight in the Western Conference Finals. Game 1 is tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night, with Milwaukee and Atlanta. Um, but today we're just going to be previewing the Conference Finals on both sides there kind of reflect quickly on uh, a few of the teams that have been knocked out uh, with some big news and some kind of big implications that have come out of what has happened uh, over this past week uh, and last weekend, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, before we get into that really quickly, let's just do some housekeeping things. Uh, first off, always just like, rate, and subscribe to the show. Always going to help us grow and uh, get reach more people. Uh, share the podcast. That's always, uh, again, a, another good way of uh, getting us out uh, in front of uh, more ears here. Um, and then also uh, follow us over on Twitter uh, at the underscore square pod. Uh, you'll get uh, information, kind of tweets about some of the, the most relevant stuff uh, of the day. Um, and questions of the day always go up there on, on and on the YouTube page and whatnot. So uh, follow us wherever you can. Um but let's get into the basketball here. Um, Western Conference Finals are upon us, um, and I think we both agree this has been the most fun, most interesting playoffs that we've had in, I mean, I could even say probably last five years. Uh, yes. <laughs> because I, I, we can argue that, but definitely. But uh, this has been... Quite exciting. I think I've came back in at the right time. Yeah. Oh, this certainly beats the bubble. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this is much more fun than the bubble. Um, let's start with things over on the Western Conference side here. Um, man, Phoenix versus LA. Clippers finally get rid of that stigma that they can't make it past the second round. The first, this is correctly. Uh, this is their first conference finals appearance ever, ever. I could have sworn they had did it in the early two thousands, but they didn't. They they lost in the second round in seven games, so that was the closest they ever got. And I keep forgetting. did the same thing last year. Is that what happened last year? No. They lost in seven in against Denver. It's in the bubble. Yeah, it's, it's the bubble. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like end game. It's, <laughs> Let's forget about that. Just snap it away. Crap. <laughs> no. Uh but yeah, no, LA's here. Uh but Kawhi's not. Game one they lose without Kawhi. Um, that was expected. Uh yeah. I, I, you know, but what it wasn't expected was um CP three did not play <laughs> and uh, Devin, somebody did not give Devin Booker <laughs> the memo because, my goodness, a 40-point triple-double. I like the way that they, you know how they phrase it like that now? Yeah. They can't just say a triple-double. They got to be, and it was a 37-point triple-double. Yeah. Like, how about they just, it was just triple-double. But that, that's the other thing, and I, we've mentioned this before. It's insane to think that this is, out of his entire career, his first ever triple-double. Like I, I, the way he's played, I mean, he's always been that 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 dude to me. Like where he can he can get his shot, he can he can play make. He doesn't, but he doesn't typically do that because he's playing the two guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is his first time ever getting a triple double, and I, I've that that shocked me. I just I didn't I've, I've 
I felt like I missed one of those times that he scored 60, 60 he had to get a triple triple double at some point. <laughs> he didn't. I mean, but that's the thing. He he's a two guard. We kind of discussed yeah. it last last week. He's not he's not necessarily going to get you ten assists a game because he's not out there just dishing. He's he's he does it all. You yeah. Know? So he just kind of fills up that stat line, you know. Um, and you kind of you know he he and he he gets he's efficient in all areas and he's doing it in almost every category to some degree. Yeah. Um, now, unlike game one, when it mattered, when it, when it mattered most, he, man, the rebounds came, the assists were there. The, the, the points are always there, but good Lord. <laughs> he didn't put up like a 27 point. I mean, come on, 40? Yeah. He was, he took over in that. And so what yeah. I was talking about back in. Paul who? <laughs> I ain't talking about Chris Paul. Paul who? Paul George. Yeah. From Mr. <laughs> yeah. Mr. George. Who? You know, like, man, that dude look like, oh, this is supposed to be your time? Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I, it, and this is what I was talking about going back to round one where it's going to take Devin Booker realizing that they, I felt like he's going to have to have that moment at some point where it was kind of like that LeBron James D Wade moment where mm-hmm. they have to realize that it's got to be D book to take over the game to win it. And if they haven't had it yet, I, I'm scared for the time that it does happen because, man, this dude is insane. Just on what I've seen, I'm I'm almost certain him and, him, him and Chris Paul have had conversations like this. Where They've had to. He's already been like, do your thing, man. I'll take care of the media. Yeah. <laughs> you be the quiet storm over there. Man, a few words. Because, I mean, I only heard him talk when they won, once they won the series. I've never heard. Yeah. I think not since he was in college, like when they had all five of the guys on the panel. Yeah. That was the last time I ever heard him ever actually speak and utter a word until they did, until they, um, eliminated, um, no, not eliminated. They beat, they beat the Clippers in game one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thinking like, wait a minute, that was way, maybe I did hear him in game at the end of game four, but that was what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. It just <laughs> felt like a year ago. <laughs> Man, who did they beat again? Oh, Denver. Denver, yeah. Man, where y'all been? Goodness. At home. Packing. <laughs> and they, man, they tell me, they long gone, been on vacation for two weeks now. Like, yeah. Anyway. Insane. Um, no, but it's <sighs> Phoenix, and I, I've said it last week. I said it the week before that. This is the only true team left in the playoffs. <laughs> okay, got to be more. You have to for the listeners. You're gonna have to clarify yourself. Yes, I, they I see some don't other teams over there. By definition, by definition, I know where you're going. Uh, <laughs> but it's they they don't play like Milwaukee does, where it's Giannis, sometimes Chris Middleton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that hurts you. We'll get that. to the East in a bit, but it's not like the rest of the teams that are there. You have your guy, and then it's another sometimes another guy in Atlanta's case it's just another a bunch of guys uh somebody can step up from time to time whether it's John Collins getting the 20 rebounds that he sometimes wants to go grab mm-hmm. or uh Kevin Herter scoring 24 points when when Trey Trey Young can't buy a bucket right. um but the rest of these teams are one superstar and then a collection of talent Whereas Phoenix is, we're going to play as a team. We're going to actually run plays. We're not just going to run it through one dude. Yes, 
Devin Booker is going to take over the fourth quarter sometimes, uh, and, but we're going to play through DeAndre Aiden at times throughout the game. We're going to always allow CP3 to play make. We're going to make sure that Cam Johnson gets gets his minutes, and, and we're going to make sure Cameron Payne, he's he's that kind of little engine that could, that that, that spark off the bench. Right. Uh, and and uh, you also have um, oh, Miles Bridges as well, where they, from man one all the way down to sometimes it's 10, but usually their nine man rotation is just mm-hmm. always going to be you're, you're going to get what they, they're going to, it's kind of that new England Patriots type model. Just do your job and we'll be fine. Yep. They, they run a system and, 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 and run it to perfection, you know, where there's no big eyes, no little use. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, when it's all said and done, Booker and and, and Paul is going to have the most points, you know. But that's our job. It's in the flow of <laughs> what the offensive scheme is. Yeah. So they're not forcing up shots. They're not necessarily putting in. Well, man, he's 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 boosted boasted up his minutes by an extra mm-hmm. eight minutes a game. No, the whole starting five. Because guess what's happening? The, the, the believe it or not, even though they not so much for Phoenix as much, but. You know, teams are shortening their benches as they get further in, in the playoff series. And Phoenix is down to nine people now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right now. To, you know, going over in the East, I'm like, man, I, did six people even play for one of these teams? Like, man, they, yeah. like, they shorten those rotations down to your starting five, your six man, maybe a guy off the bench. But Possibly. Somebody maybe. getting foul trouble, they might just have to, you know, it's almost they, they're forced. You're lucky team. to have a seven man rotation. Yeah, it's it, it. I and it, which is interesting because NBA has always been like that. I never understood what that was about. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. It's just because <laughs> not not what got you there. But, no, it's not. But yeah, it's like okay, oh, man, that's that really that's that's some cutthroat stuff, <laughs> you know? Because like the closer you get to the chip, if you are you, if you don't make the cut, it's gonna be a glaring. It's gonna be so glaring and noticeable that you really didn't contribute to any of that you were just on the team type of thing but moving on I, I digress it's just it's an interesting concept that i see with coaches over the years i'm just looking at phoenix's stats over this uh this playoff run here and i'm just looking at an effective field goal percentage and all the way down to man 15 on their roster mm-hmm. they're all above 500 an effective field goal percentage. Hmm. Now, now, explain effective field goal percentage for some of us listeners out here, including myself. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I just lost it. It went away. Of course you just... <laughs> because it never existed. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a new a stat. stat. Not a real stat. Uh-uh. <laughs> it comes but it, 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 it's basically weighting your three-pointers uh, higher as opposed to the two-point field goal inside the arc because mm-hmm. it's worth more. So if you have a higher effective field goal percentage, it's you're taking smarter shots and getting more points per possession. Okay. Um, that's basically what it is. And they, they're all the way down to man 15 on their roster from, from this season. Everybody is above 500 in effective field goal percentage. Effective field goal. Okay. It's one of those advanced analytics that nobody really likes, but when you're looking at it, I mean, come on. And, what, like, and that's showing what again? It's just it's showing the how smart you are per possession with the basketball, really, hmm. because you're taking higher 
you're, you're take yes, you're taking a larger risk by taking threes, mm-hmm. but it's weighting threes higher because you get more points per possession with that. So it's kind of it's your offensive efficiency rating and your field goal percentage kind of put together. Wow, and you said all the players were where from fifteen all the way up to one on their roster are all above five hundred with their effective field goal percentage. Got it. Because I was looking at a longer list. May have out of the seventeen guys on the roster, yeah, sixteen of them qualify for under that, with the exception of one. Yeah, uh, Tyshawn Alexander. Yeah, who is that guy? Don't know. Yeah, Screwing probably hasn't stats. played. Screwing up all the stats. Yeah, <laughs> had a clean sweep. Unanimous. <laughs> it is just insane. They they play and and that that I think that's really what it comes down to offensively for them. They are super, and that that's where Chris Paul comes in, where you are just mm. insanely smart with the basketball. You know where to go, and you're not taking bad shots. Um, so the just the way this this team plays, the way this roster is constructed, and I think that I think it's a travesty that the the media selected um, Tom Thibodeau as the the coach of the year, oh. as opposed to because I, I mean I think what Monty Williams he's going to accept his award for a coach of the year because it's uh voted on by his peers. Mm-hmm. So all the coaches say Monty Williams is the best coach in the NBA or he's coach of this year as opposed yeah. to the media being like, "Oh yeah, let's see I'm happy with what the Knicks did this year. Let's just give it yeah, to Tom Thibodeau." But, but you see and the only other component to that is we, we when we had these conversations going into the playoffs and then we still we you know yeah, it looks but they've like been doing like, this all year. This is because this, this is nothing new for Phoenix. I remember that. But I remember when we had that conversation where um, I can understand how Thibodeau got that, and not even in a controversial manner. You said that, not me. I was upset because Monty Williams should have easily gotten the the media's but no coach one, of the year. But there's not there. But there wasn't an outcry like there was a big snubbing about the coach of the year because each year there's always someone that's going to surface up. I'm talking about. Yeah, talking about you know, journalists yeah. that do this for you know the pay, ones that vote, pay journalists. Yeah, you know, to get to do this, you know they always making it a big, a big, you know, a it's big a popularity contest, that. pretty much. And and but what what factored into it is what I understood because it was New York. It just it was more about that's not taking away what Thibodeau did, but the, you have to understand big picture. But all the coaches that they brought in there, could none of them coaches do what he did? What he did in that one year, and I'm like, maybe hell, if anything, it was probably just timing. They would do. <laughs> it could have been anybody, <laughs> but <laughs> but now I'm gonna give Thibodeau a little more credit. <laughs> I, I'm not saying no, Tom no, Thibodeau no, did no. a bad thing, which is fine. Yeah. and I know what you're saying. They, Phoenix was doing it all year. Phoenix did not even get their flowers until after they beat after LA. LA. Thank you. But the the, the the award already was out. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. That's what I said. If you just stop at the end of the regular season. I would even give you, yeah, they were doing that all season. Yes, and if they would have covered any of that, <laughs> we would have all seen it instead of seeing it just I've been flashes all here year. and there. I, just, I, just, this oh, team is insane. There. You know, because Phoenix and Utah have been up there the whole time. But that's because there's this been is no a, The reason why I have an issue with that take is mm-hmm. because the media is also the one that votes on MVP, and Chris Paul definitely got MVP votes. So you guys were seeing Phoenix. You just chose to just kind of. As you said. <laughs> is layered and, 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 and encapsulated 
in a popularity contest first. Fair. Because they think you, you just, it's coming, you said it literally. <laughs> I'm just going to need you to break down the process that, yes, it is absolutely, you blew the top off. It's just like the MVP. And, pop, you know, I, I wonder, do I, do I call the MVP a popularity contest? Yeah, you yes, do. I do. Yeah, yes, you do. Yes, I do. I do. I use the same term. Yeah. It just, exactly. It ain't got nothing to do with it. Come on now. I don't want to get into that, but it's the same difference. Yeah. You know, it's just who you feeling, who, oh my God, man, who, who you watched on, you know, every Wednesday night and, and they, they were just making your Wednesday nights great all, all winter long. You yeah. know, it's, it's that, it, that's the people y'all voting for as opposed to what are you seeing right before your eyes? Yeah. You know, is New Yorkers gritty, doing great, wonderful. Because with that being said, I'm like, hell, if you're going to throw Thibodeau in there, I guess Nate McMillan should have been number two. Yeah. And right behind him. But he wasn't. He probably didn't even get one vote, no one batted eyelash to this guy. And that was a team who beat his team. Yeah. With all that being said, why in the world is Monty Williams not the coach of the year? Well, he, <laughs> he's, he's the coach. He did get a coach of the year award from, like, I don't know if it's like the. The different, like a secondary. There's a role. second. Coach of the Year award. One comes from the peers, the but the official one is Tom Thibodeau from the media uh, doing the vote. Yeah, tech. That should be one hundred percent. I think the coaches should be voting amongst each other. And I think that should be the same thing for the MVP award. Players. Players should be voting for the MVP award. I digress from that. That I don't agree because I I thought about it and I was like, no. The players is a little too clicky and too clickish at this time where they mm-hmm. all of a sudden, because they it's almost giving them like if we gave, we should allow the players to just select their all-star teams and stuff. Like let them be the- That's what they do just in the no, NBA. They they do their own voting. They, oh, they, they don't fans. vote for the guys, but they do pick the teams. No, I mean like the the fans, yeah. the fans vote. No, no, yeah. like you know, only players get to do the ballots now. And that's yeah. it. That's the only thing that's going to influence. Dude, you know- you know how many times, how many six, seven men to come off the, we be seeing like two or three on each bench and all <laughs> of a sudden now because, man, you got to give it up because, man, this dude, he be putting in that work and y'all don't, y'all don't understand. It, it's, well, it's, I feel like slip, it has to be one of those slope. things where it's like, kind of like with the Coach of the Year Award where it's, you can't vote for yourself. You can't vote for anybody on your team, but who do you think the MVP award is with that caveat? You have to pick somebody else on a different roster. It could be. Uh, there's a. I feel like there's always going to be a way to do it, but I would always weight that way more than these media shills coming out here and saying like, "Oh no, I really like what Joel Embiid did when he only played forty freaking I, games this season." Get out of here. That, with that I completely. I've I've never agreed with any of that whatsoever. I mean, when it came down to it, what does the media or a journalist, you know, it's like, how do you, you know what I'm saying? How do y'all lead the voting for awards like that? Simply, you could sit there and say, because we're the ones who cover and watch them. Everybody's covering and watching yeah. them, technically, you know, but. I'm that, technically that, covering and watching that's them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's not, a, I think in today's, today's NBA, today's sports world, that's not a strong enough reasoning for anything no. at this point. I'm like, I think that needs to be revisited. Or if they get a percentage of the vote, but not the majority, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just a small portion of it where it would count factor into it, like a, as a 
pie graph type or of thing. you can do your own you guys or get to pick it version. but actually have yeah, like a journalist like a, the media like, like kind of like the what the uh ncaa does they have the the committee that takes it over that is within the ncaa right and they have the ap rankings right so you could do it that way i i don't care if you do it that way and you guys can talk about why you put them there and, and have those shows and do everything and that wouldn't change anything but i will actually respect the mvp award or the coach of the year award a lot more mm-hmm. than what i do now because it's just like okay come on. clearly I, I feel like everybody if you actually watch basketball this season is everybody's gonna say monty williams was the coach of the year as opposed to not not knocking what Tom Thibodeau did, because I mean, again, like you said, I don't know what other coach could have got uh, the the New York Knicks to the playoffs in in playing the way that they did, how gritty they played this season, and that was fantastic. But it just does not stack up to what Monty Williams did all season long. Because, like I said, what you said was they weren't given their flowers until they beat L.A. They didn't change the way they played once they beat L.A. or even in when they were when they were playing L.A. Right. Like they've been playing that exact same way, and that's why I think that they have one of the best chances to win win the whole thing this year is because it doesn't matter what L.A. is doing, the Clippers are doing, what the Lakers are doing, Milwaukee, Atlanta is doing. They're going to play their style of basketball, Mm -hmm. and it's going to win out because it's team basketball. It's I'm going to make sure we you do your job, you play your role to a perfect T, and as long as you do that. Will be just fine, and you and this team trust each other. They have a, a unique chemistry that is one of the reasons why this series is very interesting because CP3 is out, and when he comes back, and when mm-hmm. Kawhi comes back, how they respond to that is going to be really the crux of this series. Right. But the way that Monty Williams has gotten this whole team from one to fifteen to buy in to play their role has been absolutely fantastic, and I think Monty Williams he. I don't know how he did, didn't get a starting or uh, a head coaching job sooner. Um, well, I think he was. Yeah, I think he's I'm been on his, a few different coaching staffs. I think he was uh, on San Antonio's. At he one was on point. San Antonio's. He played for them. As yeah, well. <laughs> but he's been on, on quite a few, and just is this is his first chance at doing it himself. Gotcha. But let's get back to that series. I don't know how we got into a coach of the year talk. Uh, but, it's all about the series. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, like Phoenix is like I've just said it. The Phoenix is really poised to to win the whole thing because of the way that they play together, the way that their chemistry is. Um, but uh, like I said, the whole crux of this is going to come down to how Phoenix responds to LA when Kawhi gets back. If Kawhi gets back again, we don't even know what he's he's a. He's a day-to-day, but doesn't seem anywhere near close to being back. It's kind of where the uh, he uh, the whole injury report this year has been really confusing to me. Yeah, it feels like we they've been holding off on making diagnoses. They they've been holding off on being like actually giving a clear cut, like okay, this is his diagnosis and this is the timetable for his recovery whether it's a day-to-day situation, whether he's out until at least game three, game four, whoever it is, not just Kawhi, but uh, everybody. It, it, <laughs> this playoffs has just been really weird how they how they cover injuries right now. Right. Um, which is, I think it's kind of been exacerbated a little bit because there's been a ton more injuries this year than there ever has been in the playoffs with, with stars going down. Why do you think that? 
not to get too far off. I'm just curious. I just if you well, got a quick, quick I mean, quick I think it's a there. matter of both load management and that whole idea and just the way some of these teams play in the playoffs where they shorten that rotation where everybody's playing 30 plus minutes a night. I have a different 35 plus minutes. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious what your take was, but that's fine. We can, we can move on. Yeah. Um, no, but what do you think about this series with Phoenix and LA? Cause I mean, game one went to Phoenix in a very close matchup, but D book takes over 40 point triple double. Um, and Deandre Aiden had a fantastic game. Uh, Cameron Payne got a start and he played better than they could have hoped. Well, I will say again, cause the Clippers can't say this enough. They already, you know, skewed the, the, the seedings. This is technically probably our one, two matchup anyway. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, You're right. And with that being said, the one fail. Mm-hmm. And that to that degree is what I'm getting at. Yeah. I, I'm I'm saying I I know the Clippers could have fell anywhere. I'm just saying whether whoever wanted to, but the point being is Phoenix wasn't like if it, like if we were going into the season, Phoenix was not looked at as being a better team than the Clippers, no. top to bottom. But I think it's just because we didn't know what CP3 was going to be this year. That's true. Um, hell. I don't even think we knew what the Clippers were going to be this year. But fair. <laughs> That's very with, fair. <laughs> I know I didn't whatsoever. But with that being said, I guess I'm always siding with this whole top-heavy model yeah. only because, okay, what is the what was the purpose of the top-heavy? Dance you above beyond everyone else and give you an up, you know, the upper hand. Just on that context alone, let's be clear. Phoenix has been the better team and has been the best team in the West, period. Yeah. If not all of the playoffs outside of Atlanta. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, they, I think they've been better than Atlanta, but we'll, we'll get into the, the East side of things in a minute. better. That's an East better and a West better, okay? East better is great. I think Atlanta has been more fun. East has been great. <laughs> That's what I said. So you don't you don't know why I used to be in the East. I'm like, that's <laughs> basketball. <laughs> it ain't supposed to be pretty. Then you get over here in Phoenix and you get the we get oh my God, it's the both ends of the spectrum. I I four I, I ends am, away. I am dying for a Phoenix Atlanta finals. Why are you trying to kill my take? <laughs> you know I was, I was going I, was, I told you that I was, 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 was going to conclude the whole wrap up okay. with that. But no no no. Go, <laughs> now you open it. Go. Go. I just I I the, they are the, the these two are the most interesting teams left in the playoffs to me. Milwaukee, I'll get into the reasons why I'm kind of out on Milwaukee as I know a lot of people have them on as the favorites to win. But Phoenix is a complete team. They, they, and I, I I'm not going to even reiterate that whole argument with what Phoenix is, but Atlanta's just, they're the, they're so interesting over in the East, man. They, the way that they play, Trey Young had a, to me, a horrible for, for his, from what we've seen from him, this playoffs, he's, he had a horrible game seven, but that team's Kevin yeah. Herter, horrible shooting, shooting game, game seven. seven. Yes. Well, but that's what he's there for. Like, like he, the he's their guard. he's their number one scorer. Well, it can be. However, Kevin I mean, Herter, man, he does, he, 
hurting them. <laughs> like, man, Opie Taylor, like, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> he isn't. I mean, Kevin Hurd had Rivers. an insane game. Doc. And then this is also Trey Young is not playing his best, and and also uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich isn't. He, he is nowhere near a hundred percent. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he just is not himself, and he cannot get a shot. I think he, shot got a, I think he, he might have some a injury. Strain, yeah, a twisted twisted knee. Something with his knee. legs, but man, yeah. he is not himself, and he. And he was taking ill-advised threes from the logo. I was like, dude, what are you? This is game seven. You can't. You haven't hit a shot all night. Don't be shooting that. Right. <laughs> like, but him and then Gallinari coming off the bench. And he had the one of the best defensive plays. And he is clearly not there for defense. <laughs> no, Gallinari seen his opportunity. Bogdanovich was, that was some open minutes sitting there. Like, anybody want this job? You can take it. <laughs> He took that and ran with it. He like, man, he never gonna get minutes like this again, <laughs> ever. <laughs> man, I just, I, but it's a fun team to watch. I love what they were doing, but they are the Eastern version to me of Phoenix. The yeah, Eastern version. Not that you hear what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't say they're Phoenix no. in the East. I'm just saying they're the Eastern version of that Phoenix team. Yeah, they do play a team concept. Do not have the stars that they necessarily have. But they almost had. They almost had to kind of that group, that same. Same. It's the same model. model. Yeah. yeah. That's a, exactly. Just, just. They they want to play as a ta- team. Team. They want to keep the ball moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys on on defense that can play defense, you do it. You lock in. That's your job. Uh, but then also on offense, we're gonna keep the ball moving. You're not gonna know where the shot's gonna come from. And then <laughs> Trey Young's whole floater that looks like a pass but can also be a shot type thing where I don't know where the, the communication between him and Craig Capella comes from. <laughs> but goodness. man, they have this silent like knowledge of so knowing <laughs> when it's supposed to <laughs> go. Whether that's an alley oop or if it's a real shot by Trey Young. But he it, it it literally looks the exact same whenever he does that. Like I started calling Trey Young Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Uh, but it, they have a star, they have a leader. And then don't do this. What? You got me over here thinking about, man, who's going to match up with who? And I'm like, stop. I'm way ahead of this. <laughs> stop. Because I've had Atlanta Milwaukee Neither one of them don't get there. I'll be upset. Oh, know? yeah. I'm going to be hot. <laughs> no. Unlike you, I'm not as <laughs> I'm not as hard about the playoffs as you've been. Man, when you off on somebody, you, whoo, you've been brutal with the Clippers. Just, just for starters. That's just for starters. I was just saying, when you out on something, yeah. you out. <laughs> like, I'm out. Yeah, no convincing you. <laughs> like, no, something the, else my issue with the Clippers notice. is that I just don't like watching the way that they play basketball. It's it. It's not that it's ugly. It's just it's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as ugly as maybe Philadelphia. Philadelphia, <laughs> certain certain aspects, Brooklyn. Yeah, because I mean, I, I mean, I, I, okay for all you and one fans, Grant. Granted, that's all that's that's all yeah. you in Brooklyn. I don't like to see basketball like that. I like to see team basketball. And that's just a preference. I'd go to Brooklyn if I wanted to go see that. Thank you. You know, I'll hit Rucker Park. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. It's like that's fine. It's, that's just not what I'm. I'm not interested in that yeah. per se. That's a personal thing. Not in the NBA. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not gonna knock if that's what y'all like. We're just gonna agree to disagree. With yeah, that. that's just not. That's not a style I'm with. 
and that's fine. They don't play it solely, but you know, they they play it enough to be like okay. Well, when you, you lose Kyrie and you lose James Harden, that's all they can play. It, literally, it has to be KD. Yeah, now as we found out that they, they their team's exposed. Yeah, y'all don't really have it. Y'all have a. We'll suit. get back to the East. <laughs> I know. How do we? Man, <laughs> we can never that. stay where we at. Like it's. It, but that's how good the playoffs is. Everything is so interconnected. Yeah. Well, but I wanted to talk about the Clippers because you were talking yeah. about how I was out on them. Yes. It's their style of play. I just don't like watching. And that, that's why I've wanted them out of the playoffs so early. But because I do you just everybody imagine this <laughs> Dallas versus Phoenix right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know. No, sorry, don't not, say not even Dallas. Don't say Luca. Thank you. That's what you, that, that, you would have me with Luca. I'm like, yes, because <laughs> I don't know who he playing with. I don't care. Just, just get him the ball, man. I'm not big on Euro players, and I never have been. I only watched this man play in this playoffs. Yeah, maybe seen him. I told you I seen flashes of him in in highlights here and there over the last year or so. Yeah. He that dude. Yeah. I mean, the dudes of dude. Like, they talking about oh, LeBron. Okay. Different type of category. Well, I'm talking about that guy. I mean, he, sorry, LeBron. You passed your prime. You're not that guy. Not person. anymore. Not like yeah. that. Not for what I'm talking about. I know yeah. people are like, what in the world? He's up. <laughs> yeah. He's not in this category. I'm so sorry. He, not in year he, 19. He, he aged out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he can't qualify for this. But, so when it comes down to, to LA, yes, is I, I don't have an issue with the team as what right. they do and, and how they match up against other teams. Because I'll, I'll be the first hand to say, when uh, if Kawhi was in this series, this would be a much tighter, especially with Chris Paul being out, this would be insanely hard for Phoenix to get over. But... I feel like with Phoenix, the way that they play basketball, I don't see how even when Kawhi gets back, how they're going to be able to kind of usurp and kind of get back to being the favorites because they're they're going to be it's going to be a huge uphill battle for them. And I know Ty Lue has been making adjustments after Game Two, and they've been down O two in every single series this, this season. Thinking most series last year they were down 0-2 as well, but still it's just a matter of I you can't keep digging yourself out of a hole. You you That's can't true. keep making a hole for yourself in the first place. That's true. And this particular series is going to be a little bit different because you got true team you, that you have to you, get. Well, past. I mean they got past they they squeaked past Dallas and Dallas was the real deal. But you know they get they got a reprieve in the second round. They Utah just again collapsed. Yeah, he just, <laughs> just kind of just you know, threw in the towel and called it one. But with that being said, what's the fortunate thing, as you were saying right now, is like I agree. When he comes back, he's gonna have to still get his legs up on them. Still, gonna, yeah, he's gonna catch. He has to catch up to one game speed, series speed, all of that, and, and the intensity that the conference finals brings. Where yes, Kawhi knows the conference finals, but the rest of this roster doesn't. So once game three comes around, it, uh, you know, it's it's going to, yeah, Kawhi has to get his legs back up under him. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to, you know, get up to game speed, got to get up to series speed. And D-Book is going to have two full games as as the sole alpha, you know, hungry. Mm-hmm. looking to, you know, Basically looking to close the series out, you know, 
<clears throat> now, with that being said, on top of that, he may and may be getting CP3 back at the same time. That's, I'm sorry, disadvantage. Clippers. Yeah, because you have to also take into account, like, you're, you're looking at the difference between CP3 coming back and Kawhi coming back. Kawhi's coming off of a knee injury where he's going to have to, He, I don't think any way if he comes back in game three or four, he's not going to be anywhere near 100% to me. Whereas opposed to, yes, uh, he tested positive for COVID, but he just put up a picture before game one, uh, actually a video of him with his kids. He looks like he's as healthy as ever. Like he's, he's not, he's not dealing with the same ailment as what Kawhi is dealing with. When he gets back on the court, it's not going to be, do I trust my knee to be able to go take this shot? It's just, <laughs> can I breathe when I get, when I get down the court? Right. So like, right, he, <laughs> just yeah, make it, yeah like you'll you, be fine. It was, uh, do I got a pulse? Still All right, breathe. I'm good. Yeah, well, yeah, we're good. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, it's just going to be a situation where I feel like, Especially when CP3 comes back, it th- that's really going to be the biggest question for Phoenix is how do they readjust to CP3 being in the lineup? Uh, they haven't had him gone this season, really. So with D-Book being this sole alpha at the time, does he kind of not regress but revert back to being that, all right, I'm going to just run my my part of the system which he's been doing all mm-hmm. year so I, I don't think he'd have any issue with that uh but i think that they would be able to adjust back to see just having cp3 back in the lineup a lot more effectively and efficiently than la will be able to respond and kind of readjust when Kawhi gets back in the lineup true i i, I can see that so i Phoenix, I, I've, I'm ready for them in the finals. Uh, I'm hoping that this is a, a, a quick series for them, because uh, I, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to see Phoenix in the biggest of biggest stages. Because I mean, people still aren't giving Phoenix their flowers, even now. That's fine. I mean, but we're coming. This is, uh, this is in, <laughs> in, in, in the dawn of, you know, the falling. The, the fall of the, the super team and well, the fall let's of get the to the top East. heavies. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying in general yeah. because the, 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 you know, LA Lake is out, you know, Brooklyn's gone, yeah. you know, which we'll get to, but you know, just these super, these powerhouses on came up in here and, you know, no, I mean, you got the Clippers here, but I mean, not really powerhouse to don't me. Don't really look They're like They're not on the one. same level. <laughs> they they kind of look like, a, you know, they are, they are nicely, they didn't look Night like one day. when they were completely healthy in round one. I was gonna say, yeah, this has <laughs> got like a collective ta- collection of talent, but don't really see y'all chemistry. Don't yeah. really see how that co- nothing's galvanizing, nothing's really coming together. You guys haven't really looked good as oh. a complete team until game four of round two against Utah. Yeah, and then game five and six is without Kawhi, so. I'm gonna say this: Paul George and Kawhi has never met, ever. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I don't know if they ever will. So I just, again, I'm saying this. I know we said it about the series in the first about the the the, the different respective series with the Clippers were playing in. Yeah. In the in the in the previous two rounds, I just don't understand. I just don't really know what to expect from the Clippers. Period. I don't know. They they are identical. They they have no identity. Like they yeah they have Kawhi and they got this, 
but what is y'all identity as a team well, with should, having these people? You know, I think it's an oxymoron for you to say that. Yeah, they have Kawhi when they're talking about identity because who's Kawhi? Like we don't like Kawhi has no personality. Like I don't think you can have an identity right, straight, when you're when your number one guy has no personality. Milk carton. Yeah, you know, like dude, that's that's. On every milk carton, like man, who are you? You, you are as spring water as spring water could be, <laughs> as neutral as possible. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I, I just, I don't think that. I, again, zero. I don't think that Kawhi could be the leader of a championship team. Okay. And I, and it's just it's for the simple fact that he hot doesn't. Take. This is a hot take. I, I, it might be. I don't know. I, it, you guys tell us if this is a hot take because I, I, I'm just saying what I think is the, is is fact. Because in he was clearly not the the leader in San Antonio. The hmm. team was already ready made in Toronto, and I think really Nick Nurse was the leader of that team because he was the only one who talked on that team. Uh, and Pascal Siakam was too young to really kind of take over that role, mm-hmm. and then here in L.A. It is just him. Paul George isn't going to step on his toes because he can't back it up on the court. And Ty Lue only has a job because of Kawhi. So hmm. I, I just I don't see where in, in last year they faltered. This year they got lucky. And in, in both rounds of this, of this playoff so far, they had Dallas kind of collapse at the end. And they had Utah completely collapse right in the middle of the series. Right in the middle, when it was all for the taking. Yeah. No, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, so okay. I just I, I feel like Phoenix is ready made and, and they're 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 they have one of the they they're, have to me the best chance at winning that team. You, yeah. you you ain't gotta talk to me like I you ain't gotta convince me. I'm all I was sold <laughs> I was so well into them beating LA. Yeah. This is it. I, I'm like, not that they beat LA, just I didn't need to see them get out that first round in general. Yeah. And just, but the way they played and what they came back from, and they were on the ropes for a moment, and, and they do us tested as that, as they that upstart team, and they came back. You know, they came back fighting. Go ahead. And you know what gives me more confidence in Phoenix? Round one was a dog fight. That they went through. You no, know, it was only six games, but it's still a dogfight having to go up against LeBron. CP3 did not play that whole series, by the way. No, he did not. Um, and he was hobbled even when he came back. Exactly. Um, and then they 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 fought and they won that series. A lot of people forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then in, in series two, they completely dominate in response to what happened. They were kind of riding that high off of mm-hmm. they were in a very emotional series with L.A., Rode that high, and they continued it all the way through that Utah series. Or not Utah, Denver, uh, Denver series. You the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they they rode it all the way through the Denver series and swept them, and they had it felt like they had years of break between them in in Game Four of, of that Denver series and Game One of the Clippers series, and now they in just the kind of the stark contrast you have so much off time and you still came out and and played fantastic without CP, CP3 like they doesn't matter where their situation is whether they're all coming off of a ton of rest whether they're coming off of no rest they are ready to play and they're going to just and again it's just them playing their game they don't care about what your scheme is they're going to match up against you 
and they're going to run their their scheme and they're going to score on you. <clears throat> yes, that is what we have witnessed in the <laughs> West. Um, which tonight we got game two, so I'm intrigued. Let's yeah. See if see what let's see what Mister what Mister George put up today. You know tonight, and will, will it be enough? Will 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 his team follow him? Will they not? You know. And again, Marcus Morris, we he's he's hobbled, but he's looking like he's going to play in this game. But still, I mean, they're in a, again in a worse situation than they were coming into the series without Kawhi. They're they're still losing guys. Oh, and notable, uh, Serge Ibaka is out. He's been out all this, the whole time. <laughs> Worth saying. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't have Kawhi, you go and say, "Well, you don't have Serge either." Yeah. Uh. So that I mean I, I just I think we've we've given so, Phoenix enough flowers to make okay, up for. So, so then give me your prediction. We'll just do it now. I know we don't do too much prediction. Yeah. Let's just get it out the way. <sighs> By the series before this, we get deep into the series. Phoenix and six. Okay. Now I originally let me just say this because I don't even. Oh God, this is. <laughs> got messed up with this whole situation. Um, but before the series had started, when Phoenix was already there, and I was just waiting to see who was going to make it. When I, once I first heard it was the Clippers, and I had finally went through yeah, and kind of figured out the matchups, and is is uh, what's the name going to play, and this and that. Um, is um, Kawhi going to play? <clears throat> I had it all. I had it. It was it was it was clear as day what I, what my pick was, and I had Phoenix in seven. Okay. Then I heard about the CP3 thing. So, <laughs> utterly confused, trying to figure out what's going on with this guy. Finally found out about maybe a day and a half ago that he actually had COVID, you know? Yeah. Because they just wouldn't re- report anything. Um, Now I'm trying to figure out what is that protocol once a person's vaccinated. And I'm coming to find out the NBA don't fully know. Too much, you know. They, still I still to, don't know because they, they were saying like, because everybody in the in the media keeps saying he has to. It's a different protocol for if he's vaccinated. It's like okay, we've determined that he's vaccinated. What's the protocol? And they won't say it. Exactly. They're just like he. It's whatever the certain amount of uh, of negative COVID tests are. And I was like, what's the amount? But like just say back. it. <laughs> no, scale it back though. Now the views the media into that trying to report it. They're still today till today yeah. to this date still saying. It's, I'm not too sure, but I, I believe I believe yeah. he's actually been vaccinated. What do you mean? You're still on the fence about? And I'm telling you, ain't one person. I've seen like six, four, five. Six Nobody knows, like, but I, like, I, I'm almost positive that he is. He was the one who did the whole coalition to get. Why won't this man go on Twitter and just let everybody know you've been vaccinated and just in you know so we can just move on to the, if nothing else about tell the NBA because yeah. the NBA don't know you know <laughs> just get on your hotline and go straight to Adam Silver let him know this man it's like, like like y'all gonna go over and talk to him yeah. somebody go call him and ask him a question they like we all asking all the wrong questions right now so <laughs> where was I going with this <laughs> was, uh, your pick oh, my prediction. So I had originally I had Phoenix in seven. Um, uh, now that I seen Kawhi go out, and that I seen what happened in Game One, I, I have to say Phoenix in six. It just yeah. it, my my prediction is based off the fact that I'm thinking Kawhi's coming back in Game Three. Doesn't matter if he doesn't come back in Game Three, Phoenix in five. 
okay, well, I know we're giving a real skewed, give y'all <laughs> contextual <laughs> yeah. predictions here. So we got a five, a six, two sixes, and a seven theory. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Well, your seven theory has already been thrown out because he, he's, he's not was, there for game just one. Yeah. Once, once I heard CP3, I, I threw the seven game out. Yeah. Like, oh, God, y'all can. At the and y'all win game one. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that dissolves You're one on cruise game. control now. That dissolves one game right there. Like, oh, forget that. All right. Let's talk Eastern Conference uh, Finals basketball here. Uh, or I guess Eastern Conference basketball in general, because I, I do want to relive a little bit of the semifinals as it just kind of passed this weekend. And mm-hmm. everybody's had a chance to talk about it. And we've talked about it off air, but uh, yes. I, I want to talk about it on the podcast right now. Um, I want to save the Atlanta Philly series for a second because I know me and you both have takes on Philadelphia right now, yeah, well, um, and that might be a whole separate conversation. But we'll we'll get into it uh, uh, later that, on in that this episode. One brings a lot more to yeah, a lot's <laughs> come out of that series. Yeah, uh, well, so much. Uh, it's been nonstop since they lost on Sunday. Um, it has been nonstop since <clears throat> since um, B got that. That that um that 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 that, that back knee injury oh. <laughs> that started. It's been okay. It's been yeah. We'll it's, talk about it. <laughs> uh, but I want to start with Milwaukee Brooklyn. Um, so the last time I went back and I just kind of remembered, we did talk about Milwaukee after Game Four. I think when the the kind of the series shifted, uh, where it was now even, it, we were shocked. But I still didn't see. I mean, I de- I made the comment that I I definitely think that Milwaukee had, or Brooklyn had the advantage for Game Five, but Milwaukee had the advantage for the series and they would win in seven. My prediction was right. Chris Middleton called me out. He, <laughs> he specifically was saying, "Curtis Five, shut your mouth." <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna show you. Um, and Diddy. And Diddy. Um. I have, nothing to, I, I, uh, I, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I was like, wow. My, my, really why I want to bring up the series is not because of Chris Middleton and, and what mm. he did. Chris Middleton, you can have your flowers. You showed me whatever. Um, wow. <laughs> nice way to just throw them <laughs> you, you are, for right now, you're not the problem. Right. Uh, my issue is, can somebody please explain to me and then this is for the viewers. This is for you. Why is Giannis not the two-time defensive player of the year, Giannis, the two-time MVP, Giannis? Why are you not guarding KD in the fourth quarter of game seven in the conference semifinals of the playoffs where it's at from what it looks like and what everybody keeps saying is whoever wins this series is going to the finals. Yes. Why is Giannis not covering or guarding KD in game seven in the fourth quarter? Specifically the fourth quarter, because I, I, I get why you wouldn't want him in the first half or even the third quarter to, to guard him. Okay. Why would you say the first half? This clearly your your game plan going into it is that Giannis is your number one scorer regardless. You you can't you can't dispute that with what's with what how this roster is constructed. Uh Chris Middleton, he tries and sometimes he is the number two option, but I don't think when Giannis is on the floor he can ever be the number one option. Um now 
you don't want to compromise that first half performance on the offensive end for the the that that second half performance on the defensive end. And so if you're going to play defense in the first half, he's going to be gashed and and offensively what how is he going to be able to make it all 48 minutes to to the end of that game to 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 be able to um kind of keep that energy and can sustain the the level of scoring that they need offensively for him to play that and defensively to stop KD. So I get why you wouldn't want to do that in the first half, third quarter even. I, I get why you wouldn't want to do that uh, in the context of they, the game was so close. There was a bunch of lead changes in the third quarter. And I think at the end of the third quarter, Milwaukee was up. Mm-hmm. So they were at a situation where I was like, okay, we just really need you to hold off until the fourth quarter to guard him. And it looked like going into, I mean, I think it was like the last five minutes of the game, uh, Budenholzer called the timeout and Giannis was sitting there. Uh, he was, he literally, you, there was a camera on the huddle. He snatched the clipboard from Budenholzer and was talking to, to I think it was either Middleton or, uh, it might've been Lopez actually, who he was talking to, but he was showing him something on the board. Um, and it looked like to me, he was finally doing the thing that I've been questioning why he hasn't been doing is, I got KD on this play. I need you here and you need to guard this and and whatever else is coming. I I thought that was the moment that I was seeing, Mm -hmm. but then they come back from the, the, the commercial break and they break and Chris Middleton, or sorry, uh, Giannis is just following Landry Shamit down the court. And I'm like, KD's at the top of the key. Where are you? Why are you not? (laughs) And this is like in the last five minutes of the game. Well, it's a couple things, a couple things, a couple, I'm going to answer this from a fundamentalist standpoint, not necessarily from how the way the game is played today. Because your question kind of caters to, it definitely caters to today's game. Yes. I can't answer it based on today's standards because that's (laughs) not the answer. Which, in turn, I can kind of understand why he didn't, he wasn't sticking them down the stretch. And on one hand, it's game seven. I, I know. <laughs> hear me out. I just, just stay with me on this. <laughs> KD shooting lights out. I get it. You like we need to find some way to stop. Him. Giannis might possibly be, definitely your best defender, and definitely have the size. Might pos- He is I, a two-time defensive stop, player. Stop, stop! 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 There's a flip side to this. Though. Okay, I'll stop. I'll, so, damn, let I'll me finish. <laughs> like, when I get it out, then you can just crawl. Okay. You can just chop it all up, like you all, because. It's not what I'm about to say. It's not. A, it's not going to be a clear cut case. It's just there's several views of how you're looking at. I got this. you. Um, however, I'm gonna go with the view first. The yeah. one I would go with. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, do you want me to say why he wasn't sticking his KD or why he was on the other guy <laughs> first or both? <laughs> I don't think there's any excuse for for Giannis being on Landry Shamit. So just go with why he's not sticking KD because I'm not to even going to tolerate the okay. why he's shadowing Landry Shamit for the entire game. <laughs> I have an idea, but you know, but moving on. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and 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 how this series was being played, and how. Budenholzer, is that what I'm saying? Budenholzer. Budenholzer. I say Holzer. I, 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 you know he's actually an ex NBA player. I didn't even know that. I did not know that. I looked at it. I was. 
I was looking up something else, and yeah. I came across it on Happy Stands. I could like, oh. That's interesting. I didn't know he played. Yeah, I thought he was one of the Van Gundys. Like, it's kind of, you know, I don't know. Somehow you just know basketball. I don't even know how y'all got in in there. Whatever. With that being said, um, this is my train of thought here. Help me. Uh, Giannis covering KD. Why is he doing that? You have a. (laughs) Okay, Giannis on one hand. Giannis is the best defender. Yes. On the team. Definitely the most athletic. Definitely will probably be. One of, if not the best person, possibly to could stay with KD in these moments. Give or take. Yeah. Not sure where where fatigue factor factors in by the fourth yeah. quarter, but whatever the case is, it is what it is. <clears throat> Simultaneously, Giannis is also the team's number one rebounder. That's the other thing, and that, okay. unfortunately, that took more precedence for me. Where. Okay, if he's taking KD, who's gonna rebound? I know we, you know, you got Brooks Lopez, but he's not really in down the stretch, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't want to put that on Chris Middleton since he wants to take it upon himself to be this all-out scorer. All of a sudden, he's not crashing the boards like that. No. Now he did finish with ten rebounds, but you know he's doing a lot of shooting. He's doing a lot of other things, you know. So. Who does that leave? Undersized Drew Holiday, un- much, very undersized PJ Tucker, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have a uh, Brooke Lopez. No, no, I already said Brooke Lopez. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the- then you're looking at oh, Giannis's brother. Oh, uh, Thanasis. Too, too, too short. Again, Forbes is another point guard. Pat Covington is another two guard, mm-hmm. and he. He's not playing any of his big people. Off, off. He, none of his big men off the bench because no. none of them are. No, 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 sorry, Bob, enough. sorry, Bobby Portis. Just <laughs> no. We should, we saw what Bobby Portis was in the game one and two. <laughs> I was gonna say from a tactician standpoint, that would be another body to throw at him. Uh, no, don't don't stop. Don't don't jump okay. in yet. <laughs> I was just saying just because I mentioned his name. Other than that, that's not part of my take. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't even going to get into Bobby oh. I agree with you. Bobby Portis is a no. <laughs> right. I was just saying, if you needed to throw a big body at him. Maybe. I get you what you're saying. Let him chase him around for two, two, three minutes and then go sit him down somewhere. Yeah. But, so, and I would think down the stretches of the last few plays, yes, I'm all in. Giannis should be sticking him. Just for the duration of the game or the game flow, I'm like, no, it's going to keep him out of position. Where now you're forced to either keep Brooke Lopez playing more minutes or, you know, having to, you know, stay in much longer than he needs to. Or if he got in foul trouble, you're forcing Chris Middleton now to have to take on another role. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not backing off of what my take was about him. And I don't really think he's a number two. Is he playing at a number two level right now? Yeah. Sure. Yes, I'll give him that. I've said He's a three who plays like a two at times. Yeah. And right I now. I said he's a four that could possibly be a two. I understand what you said. <laughs> My goodness. He's about to have a killer game now because right. you, you're doing it again. I know. I'm, I, I will get into that in a second. Right. You finish so, what you got to say. <laughs> so I can see how now how he got placed on. Um, <laughs> Landry Shamit. Yeah, Landry. <laughs> yes. Mr. Shamit. Do I say his name right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Shamit. <laughs> yeah, so. Did you see the, Did you see my man's stat line? 
by any chance? Look at Landry stat, Shaman's stat line in Game Seven. Game Seven. Yeah, specifically Game Seven. Oh, yeah, he shut him down. He didn't do nothing. No. No, he didn't. Landry Shamit shut himself down. No fair. <laughs> he has one rebound. Yeah. Yes, people, I just said that was it. One rebound. He has no shot attempts. He did No assists, no steals, no blocks. What best way? He didn't even foul. What best way to, to um, cheat? And allow your superstar to rest while playing. I, I know what you're sh- saying, but I'm saying in these moments where why I can see why he was doing what he was doing because, what well, you're gonna have to find somebody else. This is that, that's why I think we talked about it before. This is where the Chris Middletons come in. All right, Middleton, you supposed to be that alternative guy. Mm-hmm. You go stick him. You know. You're you're big enough, you're athletic enough to stay in front of him. You're not better than Giannis, but hell, I'm not gonna put Pat Covington on. I'm damn sure not gonna keep PJ Tucker. This dude, I already knew that was only gonna last for so long. <laughs> you know, well, no, so, but go ahead. But I mean, but that that's that's my take. I, I, I get, I get what you, and that, that it was is, rebounds over defense is what I was getting at, and that's perfectly fine. And I have no problem with that in quarters one through three, and that is why I because. What you're saying, fatigue factor comes in in the fourth quarter, and and he needs that break, and he mm-hmm. and that's why he's shadowing uh, a dude that can't do anything. Um, but my issue is, PJ Tucker had him all game, and PJ Tucker got in foul in trouble in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. At that point, PJ Tucker, I, I'm sorry, I'm I don't think he is absolutely useless in right. the block. He can get down there and he can get scrappy for for a rebound, especially when KD's out on the three point line. So, who are they? I'm. He's gonna have to go up against uh, Blake Griffin down in the post, Bruce Brown down in the post. Like, I, yeah, he might be undersized for KD, but for those other guys, like, he's not. He he can he can get down there with them, and and so when PJ Tucker gets into foul trouble in the fourth quarter, and you you got a dude that's heating up. Mm-hmm. KD got hot in the fourth, and he—I mm-hmm. mean, we th- again, we—he was literally a half a toe away from sending Milwaukee home <clears throat> on a play where Giannis should have been on him, and he wouldn't have not gotten anywhere near that good of a look from three. No, I don't like Nick Wright per se as a journalist. Yeah, I, I think he got some really goofy, quirky t- um, takes. He's—he's he's funny. Yeah. He has his moments. It's just one of those I couldn't watch him day in and day out. But he made a very interesting counterpoint to that to that point about this KD half toe thing. You know, had Giannis not fumbled the ball in Game Six, who there is no Game Seven. And I agree, I totally agree with that. But I'm talking I'm talking in the context of just Game Seven because I at this point you already did fumble the bag in in Game Six, like right. What like you have to show up tonight. And you have to do everything that you can because it's win or go home. Right. And P.J. Tucker is now in foul trouble. And he's the second that P.J. Tucker picks up his fourth foul on KD, that is when I think the switch should have happened. Even if that's in the middle of the fourth quarter, that's when the switch switch, should have happened because 
Milwaukee was in the game the whole time. Like right. they, there's never like Brooklyn was running away with it. Yeah, Brooklyn had the lead at times, right. but they never had 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 it, it, like any more than like a six point lead at any at any given time. So, my issue with them going up against <laughs> it, it, for Giannis to be shadowing Landry Shamit specifically in the fourth quarter, you could have done that all throughout one through three. Like I don't, I don't have any problem with that. Mm-hmm. But for you to not be on him in the fourth quarter in the second half of the fourth quarter that I have a real issue with that because if you don't have the, the physical ability to guard him or, or guard, go just even take on the challenge of guarding him. Mm-hmm. If that's too taxing for you, you're not a star. You're, you're, you're not that dude. Well, <clears throat> welcome to today's NBA. And um, you're right. Cause I, I've, I, I to this day, I still it, it never was edged in my brain. I have no memory of this. I've I, ne- I never seen LeBron stick Kobe, or vice versa. I've never seen them match up against each other. Um, yeah, but they also never played each other in a game seven. I'm talking about just in. I'm talking. This is this is do or die. This is a dire situation. You in 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 this is this is too. This is the NBA thing. No, but this is to the NBA season. of today. It's it, this is at a point where. It's not even about what position. This is positionless basketball. I don't care. E- even if you're saying Giannis is a four and KD is a three just because of his frame. Because he's not. made my point with Kobe and LeBron. They don't play the same position. Yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is, is that that I that doesn't translate because he you are the best defender on the team. He is their best scorer. Put up or shut up right now, like in, in a game seven in a, in the regular season. No, don't don't guard him. Why 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 would you do that to yourself? Uh, in 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 the first half of this game, why would you do that to yourself? That's too taxing. You're the you're the lead rebounder and the lead scorer. You you can't you you can't do everything. You're not Superman. Right. So that I totally agree in all of those other situations, but fourth quarter, second half of the fourth quarter, and game seven of of this of a playoff series. I, I there there is no excuses for Giannis not to be guarding their best score. <laughs> I mean, and, and and strong take. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um, just my view. It, it's I'm not I'm not on board with the positionless basketball anyway. It's like I'm I'm sorry. I'm used to. Your they're four sticks stay his four. That, that's what right. they're, they're both fours. Like, no, they're, no, they're literally what they are. Yeah. Is KD a four? Is he really? He is know. on this. He is on this roster. <laughs> I mean, yes. And I, I'm not saying no. It's just, yeah. This. Oh God. These this little guard forward stuff that yeah. they're doing now is just ridiculous. You I know, get. What, I totally get what you're saying. You know, but, but, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. A defined role, like yeah. your 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 small four stuck that small four. Yeah. It did not matter. Like. Just like, when like, as just as the matchup example, where they, oh, when they do the whole, you know, LeBron, yeah. Jordan thing. Not getting into that, people. Um, but the whole point, some of the knocks was, oh, who, who, who's sticking Jordan in the finals? Oh, who's, the, who's Dan Marley? Who was that? You know, who was that guy? He can't stick him. Dan Marley was the shooting guard for Phoenix. Yeah, no, I got you, I got you. And Dan Marley was like a two or three time All Star, mm-hmm. a sharpshooter, was on the dream team. Uh, what are we what are we talking about here? He wasn't no bum, you yeah. know. Like, you know. Anyway, but my point being is, uh, why wasn't? And then, I, mean, I think the conversation went even as far as why wasn't Charles Barkley sticking him? 
Why would Charles Barkley, six six power forward, stick Michael Jordan? In in to a degree, I I do. I I mean, the only time I think that because I traditionally I would do the same as you're saying, mm-hmm. point guard on point guard, center on center, everything in between, you're sticking the same. But to me, in today's basketball, I still don't even like Ford. In today, I don't like Ford's guarding guarding guards. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like they're too quick, they're too shifty. You're not athletic enough to to get out there. Maybe the only person athletic enough is LeBron. But even then, I'm like, big you need big. to be on somebody bigger. They keep trying to sell that. They 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 really been trying. To sell I, that. I I don't like it. And so, but I'm okay with. What I think LeBron is a small forward. Uh, people are keep trying to put him in the power forward position. I still think he's a small forward. Uh, Never played power forward. Yeah. So, a- as a three, I'm okay with him guarding a four because of his frame. He's a freight train. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I have no problem with that. KD, you're playing the four. You are a three. I have no problem with you playing guarding either forward position. Mm-hmm. I-, I don't even have a problem with KD being seven one seven two guarding the center. Like honestly, that's not not in the paint, but out out on the wing. If you're guarding Brooke Lopez, I have right. no problem with that. Right. So like that, guards can guard guards whether it's a one or a two. I don't care. But when it comes to to like a a four guard and a one, that, that that's insane. That that that's too much, and that and you're asking to get beat. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Definitely different type of game, but as part of that was part of my, you know, it 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 it, it speaks to the philosophy of where today's game is, you know, where it's as you're saying, we're, we're now we're starting to call for why isn't your best sticking their best, mm-hmm. you know, because right now with, with the league and as athletic as it is, you can almost virtually get away with it, yeah, in almost any case, really, outside of okay. You as a crazy, just to get you understand what I'm saying. It's like, okay, I'm not throwing LeBron out there on Trey Young. No, I'm just not. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, LeBron, you come on, dude. I'm asking that's just asking a little too. Go much get John Collins and be okay. <laughs> if anything, you know, I'm just, but you, you, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's asking too much, you know, and you don't generally see that. You're starting to see it more today, but mm-hmm. and it's only because of the scheme of how they run their offense is why. Some of them have been as successful as they have been. They're not allowing these point guards to be able to exploit what they need to exploit. You mm-hmm. know, just in how they, we just we just out here shooting jump shots and perimeter shots anyway. We don't have a low post presence because uh, that's the thing. They can get away with it because what what what's consequence is 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 being pulled is 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 is, is being taxed to that team when you pull that big man out to go stick that point guard. Yeah. Not a damn thing. You got a center sitting down there. He won't even see the ball mm-hmm. ever. He, he just, if they get off, if you get off, or if you're rebound, Philly, your you center's score. out on the three point line. Thank you. Matter of fact, <laughs> he's probably one to hand it over to the. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's, it, it's not a, it's not a model. I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of, I can under, I can again in a switch here and there. Oh, you know, yeah, everything's fair game, but we today's NBA has gotten so gimmicky and so into a scheme and to the point of it's not even about they want to build these good teams and want to build these these yeah. teams and say we're the best team. But when it comes to these defend de- defensive um, plan defense and the matchups, all of a sudden it ain't even about all that no more. It's about skin gimmicks and schemes. And who can who can um let, let me let me exploit the mismatch, yeah, 
the mismatch was only supposed to be who was the who was the uh, insubordinate of the the position player in on the team. Yeah, and they don't play it like that no more. We'll we we'll just out scheme you, and when we win, we'll say we were the best team. No, uh, you had the good players. Y'all executed down the down 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 the stretch better than the other team, and y'all coach had a better system yeah. or had a better had a better plan. Very different than just leave it on the floor, let the players decide, and you know, my five versus your five. You just don't see that anymore. So. Uh, that's I have I have an issue with that in the playoffs for for Giannis is that just because of his credentials and where where we've crowned him at this point you're a mm-hmm. two time MVP you're a two time defensive player of the year come on like I I need to see it, it in a in in a in a situation as dire as Game Seven and in and if you guys lose this game your coach is getting fired there's questions about should Giannis even still want to be in Milwaukee anymore should he have ever signed that contract is Chris Middleton the uh, number two like there like the uh, the amount of the, the the list that they would have had to gone down losing just in losing to an injured Brooklyn would have been catastrophic for this franchise yeah. and so in that situation. If you love Milwaukee so much, why are you not like I just I have an issue with him not on on just again in the second half of the fourth quarter. Outside of that, like I I, I never again want to see Giannis guarding Landry Shamit with four minutes left in the game. And in this take, this is what we call when forty points and thirteen rebounds is just not enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that I said all that to say this: that that is my only issue with Milwaukee right now. Okay, Chris Middleton, you are playing fantastic basketball. You have responded from games one and two. You have completely changed the way that you you bring offensive production to this for, for the, to this team this season. Fantastic, Drew Holiday. You started out slow, but you you came around. You were the guard, guy guarding KD on the final shot of the game where he airballed that three pointer. Um, Brooke Lopez, your time's done. PJ Tucker has been insane. He's been the one guarding KD for most you of the said game. Brooke Lopez' time is done. Yeah. Why is that? Because he can't do anything offensively, and I, he does get rebounds for the most part. But nineteen and eight. You just not you. Oh my god! I'm I told you when you when you down on. I said this. <laughs> you are down. I'm like, what are you? I don't even. I don't even think it had nothing to do with the in game seven though. Everything. But what about the rest of that series? Ill advised three point shots, in in, in, hey, in really bad coach, spots. Coach, and, coach, and that was that was the one of the things that I was gonna get to. I mm-hmm. I do think they still should look at firing Mike Mike Budenholzer after this season, no matter how far they go. Win the championship, they should just let him go. I'm just saying, they, got, I, I they should I'm, think I'm, about it. I just want to see how far you want to take this. <laughs> I, I do think if they do win it, they they're not gonna question it. But I I do think because if James Harden was there for games one and two, even with Kyrie still going down, I think they no, won the series. No, this would have been over uh, last week. Yeah, last week <laughs> Thursday or something. Exactly. So uh, that that's a situation where I'm at, where it's just like Mike Budenholzer. You, I. It's not that he's a bad coach. It's just I think his his time is done in Milwaukee. Hmm. Maybe he needs to change the scenery. That's cool. Um, um, with all these openings, I wouldn't be surprised. Even though they would just be like, well, we just had to go in another direction. Hey, I seen it before. Yeah. 
Has it? Oh my gosh, Doug Collins. Oh, true. Yeah, Doug Collins, Phil Jackson. You know, and I was, I'm saying, just as a point of reference, I was dead set against that. I'm like, why would you get rid of this dude? I don't know who the hell Phil Jackson. It didn't. They're right on the door. I mean, mean, we knew Phil Jackson was the assistant, but he was just a first year assistant. He wasn't even there that long, you know. And but to find out now, he was being there to be groomed. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's also at a time where they don't they, they didn't the the franchise didn't talk about what their plans no, were. No, no, I was just that's what I'm saying. I'm, all these years, I'm blown. Like, huh? That changes. <laughs> that's that's interesting because because that was always the thing. Like, yeah. Why did they get rid of Sam? But oh, Doug Collins. It never made any sense. Any moving on. Yeah. But I've seen this before, so it, it wouldn't be a shock for me to see Bootenhauser. I think I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> Booze over here. <laughs> I don't know. Just that. call him Mike. <laughs> I don't know. He looked like Coach Mike. Somebody's like a high school coach. <laughs> he looks like every. He looks like any every. Again, guy. I had no idea he actually yeah. played in the NBA. Actually played in the NBA. Um, um, do you have anything else on Milwaukee or, or Brooklyn for that matter for this series? Milwaukee impressed me. That's what I wanted to say. They were they were impressive victory, impressive win. They took advantage of the situation. Period. Yeah. They could sit there and say, "Oh, they had these injuries," and dude. What are you supposed to? What are they supposed to do? Lose? To, you know, <laughs> they, they supposed to play down to that? Yeah. You know, like oh, well, just, we're not going. We're not gonna. I see that enough in the NFL. Yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna keep it respectable. We're gonna just take our foot. No, I mean, because even you've seen how sloppy Milwaukee sloppy. I mean, they 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 impressive impressive that they won Milwaukee, the series, but they Philly, are and Brooklyn are oh, all play sloppy basketball. Sloppy. I mean, you know, ill and to a degree, shots. Atlanta as well. It's, it's. I mean, it's almost like every player get, is given like you, you get, you, you, you're given like ten. You get ten, whatever. We're not yeah. even questioning your shot at all. And you see it too. I'm like, what in the world? What? Why? Okay, Brooke Lopez. I mean, you're only seven foot twelve. But why you know, are you on the three point line, Atlanta? Know, what, Bobby? You haven't hit a shot all night. Why are you pulling up from the logo? Embiid, you're not even going to the paint. You stopped at the three point line and you just no, waited. You stopped at half court and wait. <laughs> and he's looking for the ball. Yeah. What? Yeah. It, it, it's oh my goodness. Like what? <laughs> I'm not understanding these schemes. Like, are y'all like the NFL where y'all y'all only get like um, two practices a week and you get a walkthrough and in the playoffs and it's they, only they for take an that hour. Day of rest, like, they go watch film and then they 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 talk about the scheme and they don't even practice. That's kind of I mean you would think some of the some of the games and some of these games we watch you would think something like that went down. Like did y'all even practice this week? Because y'all don't seem like y'all yeah. oh, none of y'all on the same page. Y'all you know you see him you know you see it on the playground like that that guy just grabbed a ball and he just oh man well no don't shoot it don't and he shoots it anyway you know. <laughs> Because like man, man, I'm shooting. You know, that's how I was looking at Chris Middleton. It's sometimes. almost like everybody thinks that anytime they touch the ball, it's going to be the last time of the game they're going to get the ball. And and I don't know what's causing that because even because because Chris Middleton <laughs> taking ill advised shots is you're the second guy on this roster. Why you know you're going to get yours at some point? Right. Just see, let's play cool. within the scheme. Giannis doesn't do that because he 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 literally knows he's getting the ball almost on every single possession. Right, KD doesn't take ill-advised shots like that because he knows when he's gonna get the ball, and he he, he and keep, knows if he calls for it, he's gonna going. get it. Let's keep it going. Brooke Lopez, you already know how this works. 
you're going to get the ball fed to you at the beginning of the first and the third quarters. That's how it works. Yeah. And then you might see a little play somewhere in the four, early fourth and somewhere in the mid second. That's how that works for a center. That's just <laughs> not that's not a number one. I'm just yeah. saying. That's just PJ Tucker sporadically within you find a way to get 16 points. Okay. You piecework that through four quarters, off and on, playing defense. You know what I'm saying? You're scrapping around. There are a few plays gonna come your way. There's a few passes. Just be ready. Yeah. And it is and it is same thing with Pat Cummington. And then of course Forbes just comes in and makes it happen for himself until game seven. Yeah, he didn't do anything. Understand understandably. I understand why he has nothing, but he <laughs> but he didn't attempt anything. He I think he was in it just for defensive purposes anyway. For his little five minutes that yeah. he's out there. But that's what I'm saying. It's understanding again what your strengths is and exploiting that. Milwaukee didn't do that in this series, which which is why I'm so baffled, and they still won. Yeah, and for me going in on Giannis not guarding KD in the fourth quarter, I will say I was impressed by from the rest of this roster in games five and six for sure, but even in game seven, the others coming through and just did playing their role, sticking to what they knew they needed to do, and no game five they lost, but it was still a tight game. Obviously, KD went off. But at the end of the day, they they kept their head down. They they just said, I they don't care about the outside noise. Chris Middleton completely changed around his game, and he he was an offensive powerhouse in games five and or sorry uh, six and seven. Like he he came through huge. Um, I don't think that there is any other way of putting that uh, to go twenty three ten and six with five steals. I mean, like I can't say anything to that, but solid all around game. That and yeah. again, the which is the argument, the good Chris Middleton showed up. The one surprisingly you, the one on the road ever see, you know, the yeah. one you very sour and I and it's understandable because for the first time I think in his career I could be able to say this, he showed up when he needed to. And I'll say this. This is the. It's not that I never have seen Chris Middleton be able to do something like this. I've never seen Chris Middleton put together the four game stretch that he did towards the end of this series. Fair. <laughs> I just, I've never he was he's never been consistent enough to do that, and that's my biggest issue with Chris Middleton. Now we'll see if you can keep it going against Atlanta. And granted, we again we we're looking at remember the different models. This is not even a big three model. This is just really a. They got two suit. They got two all stars, and they got some. And they now they're trying. They're trying to they, piece together a big three. They're trying to, and I think that they they want Drew Holiday to be that third guy. He wasn't in this series, but if he can get fully healthy and he can get back to form, maybe he is. Maybe they do have a three three headed monster. Possibly. I, I mean, right now you got to prove it to me first. Right, and 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 just for you know, just for just 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 for the um, equity sec sake, it's Brook Lopez. That's who he hmm. has a much stellar career and has put up a very good series. I mean, to the point of saying like, yeah, Brooks Lopez really has only started falling off the last few years. You know, yeah, fall falling off to the point where he okay, we know what he is. He's not that guy anymore. I don't think I would have too much of an. I, I would not have that 
hot of a take on Brooke Lopez. I mean, I'm air quotes there, guys, because it's really not a hot take to me. But <laughs> I think if Brooke Lopez was the sixth man, it'd be different. But he's a starter. And that's what I kind of have an issue with. I mean, it's just, I'll leave it at that. I'm not even going to get into it. Um, let's talk about the other half of the Eastern Conference. Do you want to start with Atlanta? Just get that out of the way, get in their flowers first, or do you want to want to get into Philly? No, let's do Atlanta first. Okay. The Philly thing. <laughs> let's really wrap is the with one the Philly thing. Take the cake, <laughs> which is it's the strangest part about that. Okay. It's interesting you're on the same page. Okay. <laughs> okay yes, let's, let's talk Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, God, Trey Young. He he is the other that dude in this playoff. Luca Doncic did it in 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 seven games. No, no, no. Luca, he's. <laughs> David Booker, that and Trey Young, dude, <laughs> like all three of them. God, man, give me those three. Y'all, and, give, give any three? Nah, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I, any I, three versus them three. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, in in give me LeBron, KD. In, in three years, yes. <laughs> give me LeBron, KD, or Steph. All right, now nah, they ain't that dudes no more. <laughs> but anyway. It'd be close. Nah, because nah, 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 KD would stick him. Stick Luka. Yeah. Well, if KD's sticking Luka. I still, I think Luka still could get his. Oh, no. I, I'm not big on KD's defense. I am. I think he's lanky enough. And just get throw a throw a hand out there somewhere. And get it. He's long, man. He's like, look, dude, you can shoot, you can shoot over this rainbow all you want. Uh, we we get all <laughs> Sorry, no, but okay. So Atlanta, I think what what did it for me in Game Seven. I knew, I knew, Trey Young was that dude already. Okay, but when Trey Young isn't there, I I did believe, and this is why I took Philly in seven because I didn't think if Trey Young didn't show up in a game that the others would be able to make up for it mm-hmm. for the scoring ability anyway. I mean, obviously they make up for his defense already. He doesn't have defense. Um, but game seven showed me that it doesn't matter. This is a complete team mm-hmm. because Trey young had an awful shooting night. He could not hit anything from the field. He ended up, I think five for 23. If you're looking at the mm-hmm. stats there, yep. um, but he was one for 14 going into the fourth. Um, mm. And it just, it looked bad. He couldn't buy a shot. He, he, in, 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 I also was having an issue with his passing too. Even though he was getting the assist, some of those passes were a little bit errant. And even though that dude was wide open, it's still, the, the pass is a little bit too high. It just felt like he was trying to be flashy with it mm-hmm. as opposed to just let's be effective and efficient and get it to where it needs to be. Let's hit him in stride type of situation right but even with all of trey young's woes throughout the first three quarters kevin herter <laughs> Gallinari, and um clint capella all came through and i know i'm leaving out guys but those three did it for like they that they, that is their core right there i mean obviously Bogdanovich, when he's healthy, he he's that other he he's he's probably the number two. He was the X factor for me. Yeah, but with without Bogdanovich right now, right? Jeez, this team. 
I, I, it, it shocked me. I, I did not think with Trey Young's woes, the way that he was playing, that they would ever be able to stay in the game the way that they did. I have to admit, I didn't either. I thought it was <laughs> over, but obviously it wasn't, as you can see. Yeah. Um, I, I, <clears throat> I, I didn't want to make the mistake that I made in Game Six, um, <clears throat> which is when I walked away. Because I was like, they're down 20. It's, I just, I'm not watching this. I, I'm, I'm pissed. You know, like, yeah. no one's, only a, ble- a, a, a bleeding heart, die hard, you know, uh, what, what, what do they call it? Uh, uh, cockeyed pes- uh, optimist. Oh, I, oh, uh, it, it, it's something that is, it's an old saying, but just, you just, you you can't see straight and you and you just uh, you know just optimistic beyond being optimistic you know you yeah. just it's 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 it's, it's 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 hoping against hope yeah oh I watched how that game played out I was done I woke up at three something in the morning just to look at the box score of the other game that I fell asleep on which was the Clippers game yeah what <laughs> they they won in game six like they how did they come back and beat philly I'm just no making... not in game six they lost in game six you're thinking of game five is that game five? Oh, game five I'm yeah game five that, yeah this time i wasn't gonna do that yeah you know so i was kind of a little hazy I'm like, yeah yeah it was yeah. game five in game five my apologies so i i stay i stay i stay with it so but i'll stay with it not not with any strong expectations. You're just like, well, we'll see if they keep it. Maybe they could chip back into it. That was as much as I had. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. And then they just did what they did. Yeah. You know, um, of course, Philadelphia had a lot to do with that. You know, Atlanta, I mean, my goodness. <sighs> East, the, you know, the East. The, Eastern Conference Suns over here just look they look nice. You know, you know I'm just it's, it's gritty. You know what you know what this team running? You know, the way that they're playing, their style. I, I I gotta stop doing this, but I do it anyway. Okay, I'm making an NCAA reference here. Just okay. Remember remember the um remember the um Loyola? Loyola team in the tournament? Yeah. Atlanta. That just that grit that yeah. they play with is this real scrappy. Just it don't look pretty, but they have pretty moments, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's they'll just, go on runs that are just fantastic. Here. But then, yeah, but when they when they when they go when but they when when they go or they get they get stagnant, they don't necessarily look stagnant like how Philadelphia looks. Like yeah, it looks bad or or Milwaukee or like whoa, what a, time out? Yeah, and talk to these people, you know. They can kind of play through it to a degree, uh, or they they got a, they got players over there. Somebody can actually hit a shot and break up the monotony, you know. Yeah. Somebody where these other teams don't necessarily they can't find that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, overly impressed. Um, Herder, I'm not going to sit here and do some crazy ESPN thing like. <laughs> Herder's about to be an all-star next year. And, uh, you know, no, none of that like, nonsense. But obviously a very solid player. Um, oh, yeah, jeez. And that's and to think, that's where the Bogdanovich hurt. So when Bogdanovich comes back, he's healthy. And then you got Trey Young. You got Clint Capella. I mean, 
And then you got Gallinari. And I, I won't even like, the only reason why I didn't say John Collins because John Collins is going to be a free agent. I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. No, he's Don't want to go back. there. Don't want to go there just yet. But I, I just, I knew that in the back of my yeah. mind. So I just, whatever. <clears throat> but just to have, I mean, you take that five as a nucleus, that's not bad to start out with. And now you can want to piece it together and mm-hmm. put more pieces around that. Atlanta's here. I think Atlanta's here to stay. Um, <sighs> Yeah, Atlanta. I mean, Trey Young's not going anywhere. I think after this, he's he's he. I, the tip. This is going to be a take. The East, I believe, is his for the taking. If Atlanta decides that they're 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 going to finish building around him. I think that and it will we'll definitely be able to see it in this upcoming match because I think Milwaukee is the the other team that that's really going to probably be their rival because mm-hmm. Brooklyn's in a situation where I think they might have to tear the whole thing down because I think I, if I heard the stat correctly there's an estimated cap of like 112 million and I know they're willing to pay the luxury tax if it worse comes to worse but they're already over the luxury cap just with their big three. They're, sorry, over the 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 regular cap with the just their big three, and so I'm like, oh, okay, you're in a that's a sticky situation there. But there's neither here nor there. I think um, they're trying to bring it back, but moving on. Yeah, but I mean, I think if they do, they're going to be in the same situation that they are this year. The health wise, I don't think that they can sustain it with with those specific guys. I think KD can stay healthy, and I think James Harden can stay healthy. James Harden's usually an Iron Man, uh, but Kyrie, there's. Oh, impossible wait. he's never going to make it through he's like joel and b to me he's not going to be able to ever play more than 55 games a season joel play that many i, I don't think so <laughs> like, that's a lot. i'm saying Kyrie. i think i've seen Kyrie maybe hit 60 one time but still like you, you need more uh of you i've said it time and time again i think i've hit, hit this kind of cliche every single podcast that we've been talking about <laughs> but your best ability is availability, and he is never on the court. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> he was on the court. He was on the side, but he was on the court. And he was on the bench. Uh, <laughs> but th- th- what I'm saying is that I think that this is really going to – I think the East is going to become a rivalry between Atlanta and Milwaukee for years to come if Atlanta finished build- building around Trey Young. I can see that. Um, they're definitely going to start in this offseason, not the one in the fast forward their season or anything yeah. like that. But um, like every team, they got some work to do. Um, got a couple of nice pieces on the bench that they not necessarily explored. Maybe just, you know, another year, give it another offseason. Hey, you know, some of these guys might actually, you know, t- materialize into something. Um, yeah. I and definitely think Kongu. number one move, number one move to make and transaction to have, or you know, to deal with and to take care of. Number one, what do we do with Tony Snell? <laughs> Is he a free agent? I have no idea. Which asks the question: What do we do with? If this he's guy? a free agent, let him walk. If he's on the roster, cut him. <laughs> I don't know. Just just buy him out. You know, just like we're good. Um, 
Man, I don't even know what you said at all about Atlanta. That's what I've been struggling with. I'm like, I really don't have anything to add to it. Well, then let's talk about Atlanta kind of fast-forwarding into this conference. Because I can come so they back start, into yeah, it. We'll, we'll talk about Philadelphia to wrap things up. So let's talk about Atlanta against this series with Milwaukee, conference finals. What, not your keys to the game or anything like that, any stupid stuff like that, but just what are you looking forward to in this series? Like, what what are you looking at in this series? Um, Definitely, I'm, I'm curious as to what Milwaukee is going to do defensively as to how they're going to address Trey Young. Be, I think they're going to throw Drew Holiday at him. Wow. I was just about don't just say Drew Holiday. <laughs> I'm gonna just ask the question again. What are you going to do for Trey Young? Because after all the playoffs that I've seen, you telling me at the end of the day, comes all the way up to the conference championship. Drew Holiday is that guy. Oh, is he now? Okay. <laughs> okay. So that that's 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 one. Um, I think they might take that whole LeBron approach from a few years back. They don't do it anymore. But most, if you go back to that 2016 year or just before that 2015, the whole idea about guarding that Cavs team was we'll let LeBron do anything. We don't care. We're not going to waste our time trying to stop him. Mm-hmm. We're just going to make sure that nobody else beats us. Right, contain Bosch. Yeah, don't 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 allow Wade to go off. No, 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 just... not not that team. The, the Cavs team, where it was uh, Timothy Mozgov, uh, Matthew Dellavedova. <laughs> Sorry, people, I was completely <laughs> <laughs> zoned out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Move on. That 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 crap team, the the one that they lost Kevin exactly. Love and Kyrie Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There was literally just we're gonna guard everybody else. You can barrel down the lane as much as you want, or Trey Young, you can shoot as many threes as you want. But we're not letting Kevin Herter, we're not letting uh, an injured Bogdanovich uh, or John Collins get the best of us. Uh, it's really gonna come down to Lou Will off the bench, Clint Capella down low, and uh, Danilo Gar- Gallinari off the bench as well. Yeah, this, I'm, I keep looking at this. I'm like, this makes for an interesting matchup. Because My other thing, though, is also Okongwu, the rookie, him coming in. This is, I mean, he's. I think he's going to have an opportunity to, to get some crucial minutes that he could possibly show something there, especially with the second unit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm all, I, that's what I'm watching is the outside of their big three, their healthy big three right now. Um the others coming through um in in how they respond in 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 that situation yeah with that um so i mean just but from the, from the series itself i think these two teams are actually from an athletic standpoint pretty well matched up you mm-hmm. know so that's why i was like this is interesting cuz this it's almost literally like okay, Giannis being the talent he is versus Trey Young being the talent he is. Which one is the talents are going to prevail? Which one's team, and you know, kind of springboard them past through the series? Because man, if they're built, I ain't gonna say they built alike, but they're built in a similar fashion. So uh, they both run an eight nine man rotation. Um, they've got a star. In Giannis and Trey Young, 
They both have a number two, Chris Middleton. I, do, I mean, and, and, who's the number two for Atlanta, though? Ooh, it was Bogdanovich. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Bogdanovich is down right now. Like, if, if he's healthy, if he's coming healthy into this, right. I, Atlanta's got a real good shot. But I, I don't know how. I don't. Is he 80, 90%? Is he 75? I like, I don't know where he's at. We don't. And. The next guy up, I, I, I would have to. Is it John Collins? Say, I'm saying Collins. Collins? Okay. Personally. Uh, which is fine. I, I just didn't know who we would say outside of Bogdanovich. It's not Herder. Herder is like the fourth guy, and it's the fifth guy. But we, who can get real high. He got high. Saw. And I, 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 I wasn't letting game seven skew. Yeah. I've seen him play. He, yeah. He's, you know, I'm not saying he's all over the place, but. He's, he's inconsistent. That's, that's, that's fair to say. He's not that guy who we seen, you know, the other yeah. night, every night. That's not, he's not that guy. You know, you know. Wish he was, but he's not. With that being said, it, it's. It I think they really they very equally you know, like I said they 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 look they look they look very much alike. But at the end of all of this, I have to say it again: nine and seven. Making a pick here. Uh, Got to go with the inexperience. Is the only reason why you know I don't want to just slam dunk them to oh they closes out in five they close eh. because they do play some they have some sloppy moments yeah they do and but the only but on the flip side Milwaukee has way more sloppy moments yeah I agree with you this is a seven game series and I'm leaning I, I I messed up last round and didn't didn't follow my gut and didn't take Atlanta I'm going with you Atlanta in seven right. I'm hearing it, Atlanta. It's, they they that team this year. I'm just. I, I mean, know. granted. Now, let me say this. I know you you you're gonna have a very different take, like, because <laughs> my my um history, my long history of watching the NBA. Yeah. For this Final Four, this has to be one of the most refreshing Final Fours I have ever seen in my life. You know, like I can't remember a time. Um, post dating the Bulls dynasty, where I was like, I'm good with all four of these teams, you know, like yeah, <clears throat> you just don't see it often. And if I and I, I guess I walked away and said, man, you telling me if the worst case scenario for me in the finals is to see Milwaukee versus the Clippers, I can live with that. That's not <laughs> I, that's that's not bad actually. That's that's interesting. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's fair. It's um, just like wow, because I mean, we talking about. Team that ain't been in the finals since Ever? 1971, and one oh, that yeah. never, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the other ones. Right. I just was going to start there. I was going there. Um, That's, no, I think you, think you're right, and I mean, I think the only final four I can really think of is a final three. Is I, if I'm thinking about it correctly, I think Dallas was against OKC that year, and then it was Miami. The year Dallas won. Yeah. Was Dallas OKC that year? It's 2011, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that might have been because I, I I was okay. I mean, obviously, I think Miami had a clear shot to to making it to the finals. I'm trying to think if that was the year that they steamrolled the Bulls, or if that was a different year in the conference finals. Second. Um, but m- maybe that one is probably the only Final Four that might have matched up. But that's also because it was Dallas versus. Miami in, in the in the final, so which was a fantastic final series, by the way. It was, um, which was a reprieve from 2004. Was it? 
That's when Dwayne Wade had his. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And Dirk was there the first time. It was just, it was interesting how it all came yeah. back full, full circle. Full circle, yeah. And then Dallas won. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you're totally right. This is, especially over the last five, 10 years, mm-hmm. easily. I mean, I don't think there's been anything anywhere near as interesting as what's happening right now. What was this, your question again? Uh, who, the, the, just, who did, uh, Miami play in the conference final. It was Chicago. I knew that was a year. It was four one. Yeah, we didn't have enough. I remember because I think that was the year. Uh, Derrick Rose went down. Yeah, Derrick Rose went down. Yeah. Um. So, moving on. Um. <laughs> I do agree with you again. Atlanta in seven. Um. I just. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't have an issue if Milwaukee went through. I really don't care who makes it out of, of the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. I just really want to see Phoenix in the finals, though. Um, but I think it would be more interesting for Atlanta to make it through. I think it's, it, even if the Clippers make it through uh, on, the, on the Western Conference side, Atlanta being in the finals, the way that they play basketball, uh, I think is going to be more interesting. Um, yeah. So, 